Hello everyone, hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another amazing episode of the Shiro Show. I think we are, what's it, Shiro Show number 38, 38 I believe. That's a big number, that's th 3 and 8. That's Those are two big numbers. Big, big numbers. But uh, I welcome all of you to the great, great Shiro Show feature. Uh, and Lou, of our guest hosts, we have a nice chat box with all the chat guys. Oh, my hand disappeared there for a second. I went to the time portal uh, so you can see yourselves and talk and be cool or not be cool up to up to how you feel. How you feel. Hope you guys had a good Thanksgiving weekend and a good week so far of the post Thanksgiving December 1st was this Wednesday so we are now in holiday season so I'm gonna have to put on my Christmas hat it is somewhere in the house I don't remember where it is so I'm gonna have to dig that out I was too busy today to dig it out so just pretend there's like a Santa hat here um I'd photoshop it in but I don't I was too late to do that but just pretend there's a Santa hat on my head Merry Christmas and uh Speaking of the Black Friday holidays, I should show something I got. Uh, it has a cool story behind it. I'm going to get that real quick. I was at the store called Bookman's, which is basically... Uh, it's kind of like a book-off or half-price books of uh, kind of what Arizona has. And I, and I was talking to a friend, and we were just chatting, uh, looking at stuff. He's like, hey, look at this cool anime figure. Do you know where this is from? And he pulls this out. And I was like... Uh, what the hell? So he somehow found a figure from Soccer Wars, and it's the character that is my favorite character, Iris. Of course, his best, the best character. So I thought that was really, really, really funny. Uh, it's got this cool. He even has some cool ads in the back for like Evangel, for like Evangelion figures. Uh, the other girls, Koran and uh, Sakura, and then of course some Virtua Fighter stuff there. Let's see if I can put it to the camera, zoom that in a bit. The Vir Virtua. Virtua on characters. That's pretty cool. But yeah, it's a really cool figurine. It comes with a... Uh, it's pretty cool. It comes with like a, a teddy bear, like a little card, and a C audio drama CD, which is basically like a... It's an introduction to her character. So just like, hey, my name's Iris, and I will kill you sort of thing. So I can, you can find me in this game, Soccer Tyson for the Saturn, if you want to play it. So I don't know if I'm going to open it up or not. It's technically opened. It looks like the plastic sort of broke on here and there's staples on the side. So I'm contemplating opening it up and basically putting her... Because it's a bit yellowed, the uh, the whole packaging, at least the plastic is. So I'm kind of considering just taking it out and just uh, just putting her on my desk. So what do you guys think? Do you guys think I should, uh, should take her out and sort of have her in her full glory? Or should I keep it in the box? Uh, let me know in the chat if you like it. Let me know if you don't want me to do that. Let me know as well. But anyways, that was really cool. I got that. I have. Mm, I have to. The thing is, I want to preserve the packaging, so I have to pry the sticker, the the staples on the side of it off with like a, like a knife, a butter knife or something. So I want to save that, so I don't mess that one up. Uh. So I see an opening up for Neo Zed. Says opening it up. I like that. Um, I got Night of Dragon say opening up, and that was in the Discord right here. So I think that's it. Wait, are you coming through? I just want to make sure you you're there, right? Night of Dragon. 
Oh, you dragon. can't clone a dragon? Wait, what the heck? Oh, you dragon. can't clone a dragon? Did Wait, I just unmute? Oh, I did. Oops, I unmuted my, uh, my thing, my thing, and now your dragon's not coming through, sadly. So let me go fix that. I have him on the wrong end. How about now? You coming through now? I don't know Oh, there you go. We're good. Anyway, sorry about that. Uh, but anyways, I got that figurine. Night Dragon in the chat said I should open it up. Said I should open up on the show, right? Yeah, do on the show if you're gonna open her up. Yeah, the thing is, it's gonna take a little while because I have to uh, do do with get a little knife, get staples off. But besides that, it's. I think I'm gonna open it up. Though put it on my desk. It's kind of yellowed, so see a lot of opening it up. So I think I'm gonna do what I do with my other figurines and just open it up and keep the packaging because I'm a f weirdo. But that's not new for me. I'm a weirdo, so that's, you know, why, what the hell am I doing here? I don't belong here, you know. Uh, but anyways, uh, besides that's been all pretty good. Uh, been working on a new project that we can't talk about yet. It is, but it's coming out. Hopefully, we're gonna have it drop on the tenth of December, the tenth or maybe the eleventh. That was sort of week. Hopefully, we drop the new project. I uh, got big stuff planned for the next Shiro show, so it's gonna be a lot of fun. I'm really excited to see what you guys think. Uh, let's just talk. Uh, okay. But anyways, I'm going to talk. Uh, but uh, but yeah, um, lots of cool stuff going on for the Shiro show. Um, i trying to think what else. Uh, um, I think that's it. Uh, in terms of playing and stuff, I really... Oh, I watched that Beatles Get Back documentary. That's been a lot of fun. I don't know if you guys are big Beatles heads in the chat, but... Uh, basically, what happened was back in the seventies, they were, or the sixties, they recorded a documentary called. Uh, They're recording it for a documentary called uh, "Let It Be," which was a feature full-length movie, which unfortunately never saw the. It got released on VHS and theaters back in the seventies, but it never got a DVD or Blu-ray release ever. Like it's only ever been on VHS because it's so controversial the way that they cut it up. Because the the Let It Be sessions were very, uh, very turmoil. Are very turmoil heavy and very it was really good but there's a lot of controversial stuff in it like George Harrison quit the Beatles at one point uh, so it was a bit of a messy time so they sort of hid the video in the vault for 50 years and Peter Jackson just redid it into like a 6 hour documentary uh, about the entire sessions it's insane so much music so much uh, history so much information with it but it's on Disney Plus for free if you guys want to watch it I guess you have to pay for a Disney Plus uh, thing. But yeah, you have to pay for Disney Plus to get it, but it's a good documentary. If you like the Beatles, uh, watch it. If you don't like the Beatles, maybe I'd still watch it. It's really intriguing. It really helps you. It really walks you through the entire music process where literally Paul McCartney just like, or the, the bass of the Beatles just starts playing the bass. It's like, oh yeah, this is Get Back. And then it becomes the entire thing of Get Back. And it's like insane. I think it was really good for me as a creative to watch it because it helped me sort of get ideas on how to go about creating videos and creating ideas for the show and workshopping things. And it's actually really helped me out on the last project we've been working on in sort of in terms of uh, creating things out. I always learned in, in creative writing school about like just writing things down and edit it later. So that's always been my go-to. But I kind of like this idea where basically it helped me look at the things as it doesn't have to be perfect on the first go, but write something, put it together and like fix it, put, fix it together like a puzzle piece. 
because like some of the songs that the way that they were on the documentary was like what like it was like like they changed the sections around entirely changed the format of it so it really helped in terms of creativity on how to write and direct and stuff of that nature but it was really good i really if you guys are into sort of that stuff i would recommend watching it and if you just like the beatles are i'd recommend watching because there's a lot of there's a lot of unreleased stuff there's a lot of uh, demos for like their solo stuff so I know John Lennon plays a little bit of Jealous Guy. Uh, George Harrison plays a couple of All Things Must Pass songs. Uh, I think Paul McCartney does Another Day, which is a song off his la his first album or his second one, I can't remember. So there's a lot of really good concepts. There's a lot of good work in progress and a lot of what ifs. So it's cool, like, oh, what if the Beatles did All Things Must Pass or they did the they did jealous guy and it was really intriguing and it made me think well if that's the case i wonder if they had songs that they didn't record that could have been beatles songs and now i'm thinking about like all the the stuff from the solo beatles and what they did and it's like oh what could if well imagine if the beatles didn't imagine or if they did you know a band on the run that'd be insane since those are two of my favorite songs by those artists uh, but Neo Zed said, about my first Beatles album with Romano, that's the way to do it. If you guys want to listen to the Beatles, post, post, uh, basically everything from, uh, Please Please Me to, uh, White Album, I'd recommend Mono, but a lot of people like White Album and, and Stereo. I kind of prefer Mono, but that's just me. I think Revolution 9, though, is definitely recommended from, for Stereo. But, uh, yeah, I would highly recommend listening to the Beatles. I, I mean, that's kind of dumb to say if you... I mean, they're, they're, I mean, yeah, if you haven't listened to them, you probably are not going to listen to them. But if you're not into them, I'd highly recommend it. Uh, they're pretty amazing. Uh, I kind of prefer them over the Stones. I still like the Stones. I can't deny that the Stones have good stuff. But it's kind of like, a, I don't know, it's like this weird thing where if the Beatles break, like if a band breaks up before their heyday, or like, bef like during their peak, it's like they're more like renowned and you want more of it. While it's like, if it's like the Rolling Stones where they just roll out a tour every uh, every year or so, it's like, eh, I'm good. But I don't know, let me let me know what you guys think. Did you guys like, if you guys saw it, did you like it? Do you want to see it now? Are you intrigued by my thoughts? Let me know or let me don't know. Up to you. Uh, so anyways, why don't we uh, start the news? We had a couple articles here, not a lot. So we're going to do a basic, a couple news articles got two of them here and then we're going to do my segment which i'll just tell you now it's going to be uh games based on anime or vice versa so it's going to be a fun time we'll talk about that but uh let's get into it all right uh actually before uh inky droid said he won't let me know all right we'll keep your secrets but uh let's go all right the first article we're starting up is bug two Bug 2. So this is the best of Saturn that Peter put up. Bug 2 is a 3D adventure with more characters, more levels, and more things to do. Maintaining the cheeky Saturday morning humor to the original, the sequel now adds the ability to run as well as move more freely in, in the cardinal directions. Level architecture is more complex and gameplay remains difficult, but it is charming. And I do have to agree with that. I didn't really play it too much, but from what I played of it uh, before the show a little bit, it was uh, definitely a bit difficult. Uh, the platforming was pretty nice. I was surprised how much I enjoyed it. Uh, basically, the plot's kind of interesting, though, because it basically takes place like a movie. Like, it's they're all filming a movie, and it's all different movie sets. Like, you have, like, this, uh, was it a Weevil Dead world? 
got this Egyptian world, this for this uh I guess sort of forest or wherever this is, I don't know. But there are different little worlds like that and it's it's really cool and they have like little puns all in it. It's 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 a really fun series. It's not like the best but it's I think it's a fun little game. I really enjoyed what I did of it. I did not I did not really care for the gameplay too much, but I thought it was a uh, pretty interesting. It seems like something I need to get good at, is what the kids say. Uh yes, I'd rather play with, play this over Mr. Bones every day of the week. That's the truth. Uh I mean, last time I checked the bug developers didn't lock me in a graveyard and force me to play it for an hour and a half. Just, uh, just my opinion. But anyways, it's a really fun game. Uh, Peter really enjoys doing these articles. It was by Real Time Associates, which, uh, as you guys know, we did an interview with uh, the president of that. A couple... Oh, has it been... Has it been three years ago already? Man, it's been such a long time. Uh, David Warhol from, uh, from Real Time Associates. Uh, it was a really good interview. It was really insightful. Um... Also, the bug is actually going to be our featurette on our first uh, Shiro magazine coming out uh, whenever we are able to get it out. But we're still working on that diligently. We're going to get that to you. It's going to come out eventually, hopefully. Uh, we were planning towards the end of the year, but stuff uh, happened personally with us. So we're probably going to aim for probably the beginning of 2022 or probably quarter one sometime. I don't want to make any promises. It's going to come out soon. Uh, we we just been really busy with stuff, but it's coming out, guys. Don't worry. We'll hype it up. We'll make sure that you don't miss a copy. You're going to get a copy if you want one. Everyone that wants a copy will get one, so... So it's going to be all good in that regards. But yeah, um, if you guys want to know more about Bug and Bug 2, I definitely recommend listening to that podcast. It was very insightful. It was a very fun interview. I really enjoyed doing it. I know Dave enjoyed doing it as well, so I highly recommend it. Uh, actually, uh, Neo said I actually kind of want to get the developers of Mr. Bones on the podcast, but I'm obviously not going to ham it up as much as I do. Oh, uh, MXG Go, we do we're doing a, a thing called the Shirozine. I'll see if I can get a. I probably should have described. Let me see if I can. Us type in the search bar up here so we don't have to. Or where's the search bar? There's no search bar. There's my face though. Uh, just get, go scroll down to that. It's, it's down here somewhere. It might be on the next page. But yeah, essentially we're doing a. Was it? No, it's on this page, right? Or maybe it wasn't. Uh, no, it's not. It's on the next page. But yeah, we're doing a Sigurdsson Shiro magazine. It's going to be a cool little magazine, little fanzine. Got some cool information on there. It's really cool. Uh, if I can... Oh, it's a bit laggy. Uh, yeah, right here. Shira Magazine. So you can see it's a cover of Bug on there. Cool little magazine. It's on our webpage. You can look it up. We posted it on October 1st. It's going to be on the second page, a little bit down. Uh, so... Shoutmaster said, oh, we could probably get the, the Deathmaster pro produ production team on the show. I'd like that. That'd be a lot. Of, that'd be a lot of fun. I'd be down for for that a hundred percent. But yeah, if you guys, uh, like I said, go check out Bug Two uh, on the Saturn. Sadly, it's been only ported. I don't think it's on PC. I think it's only on the Saturn. I'm not sure if Bug Two got ported on PC, but so far, Bug Two's and Bug One are sadly only on PC and or Saturn. 
So it's kind of sad. Hopefully they do a remaster, put it out on some sort of compilation because we'd highly definitely recommend getting it and playing it if that's the case. All right. On to our last article. Wow, I can't believe it's going so fast. But hopefully, hopefully we will stretch out the anime segment. And hopefully you guys will bring up some good points. But uh, our next article is going to be on the Initial D Eurobeat mod. So this is a mod that we've sort of talked about before and and in all honesty have, you know, talked about on the show before and uh, demonstrated. But I thought it was kind of an interesting featurette and I wanted to go a little bit more in the history of sort of the of how it became to be like some more info on the game and sort of more retrospects because when I first talked about the uh actually I think they are on PlayStation as well. Sorry about that. Bug is also on PlayStation, I think. Sorry about th actually no, maybe. I don't know honestly. Sorry about that. Feel bad feel bad about not knowing that and letting down. But he was going back to uh to on um, initial D I talked about it on the on a racing podcast a long time ago. Um it was not fun for me. I really sucked at it. And as you can see from a lot of this footage, I am still pretty garbage at it. Uh, running to walls, turning around. Uh, it was not really, not really, uh, like, smart on how to do the drifting stuff. Maybe I was going way too fast for that. But I sort of just tried to rush through it and just try to do as little drifting as I could. You can see I'm the master of, of driving. It's fantastic. But yeah, it's... Uh, Essentially, for those for those for those of you that don't know about uh, Initial D, it was an uh, a manga that was released on June twenty fifth nine. Oh, sorry, the game. Sorry, the game was released on June twenty fifth nineteen ninety eight, and it was the the first sort of and the only Initial D game that was released on home consoles even to this day. So it uh, it sadly uh, we the only other Initial D games, of course, being the arcade games for the the. Uh, by Sega and of course the uh, game and the Game Boy game as well, but I don't really count that. It's kind of like, eh. Uh, but a little bit of background to the show itself. The series was was a uh, is a racing based manga published in Weekend Young Magazine by Shuichi Shijino Shijino I think yeah I think that's how you pronounce it. And it eventually adapted into a racing anime, uh, sort of a full fledged anime in the nineteen late nineteen nineties. And here's a picture of Takumi himself. Uh, driving the, his famous 8.6. And the art style is pretty... It definitely shows its age for what it was and its budget. So it definitely started out pretty eh. But I do like the cel-shaded animation. It looks, I think it has a good charm to it, a good 90s charm. But uh, the story of Initial D uh, revolves around uh, Takumi Fujiwara. He's a high school student that really had no aptitude for driving and didn't really talk about cars and stuff. Uh, but he uh, unknowingly trained himself to be an amazing, uh, amazing drifter and uh, driver after driving for five years with uh, living Topher for his dad in the uh, in the uh, Akina Mountains in his uh, Toyota AE86, which is more commonly known as a Toyota Corolla. So uh, for those that don't know, so basically, you know, once he realized his ability, he started racing people and working with. Uh, Working with the local racing team to take down a bunch of racers in the area, and sort of got his own legend. And the anime is about um, how long is it? Uh, it's about five or six seasons, uh, plus a couple movies here, take uh, give or take. But uh, it's a amazing series. And uh, here's another this another screenshot of uh, uh after Takumi takes down a uh, dangerous opponent. 
So that's uh, very important. But yeah, the game itself really follows the story of the anime, but really abridged. So it's like, oh, hey, you race these guys. So it's like, oh, here's the next race. And they show up and do the whole intro scene. Like, hey, you suck. I'm going to beat you in my car and then get their butts whooped. And then like, you know, yeah, there's there's a live action movie as well of Initial D. Definitely recommend that. It's okay. They definitely change a bit of it, but it's still pretty fun. Uh, but yeah, like I said, the uh, it basically just goes through the story. Uh, it's got these cool little cutscenes, which I kind of like. They had a pretty interesting charm to it. It's not like full-fledged animation, but it's sort of like uh, like rough-based animation. But I really enjoyed it. It was cool, sort of cool, cool art style. I liked it. And then uh, also they have the cool loading screens that are taking like I believe it's like colorized to the manga, or it's like directly from the manga pages. So they'll show like screenshots and bumpers from like the chapters and the covers. It's really cool looking. I really enjoy the, the art style of it. It's definitely... Uh, but the, the game itself is more based off the anime than it is the manga. But I'm not really sure the big differences with the, the manga in all honesty. Uh, the, the, there's a few issues with the game though, however. Like especially with the drifting mechanic. Um, basically, it tends to oversteer quite a bit. So if you're not re right there on the... On the drift, you're going to basically be facing in the wrong direction, spitting your car around, which did happen to me quite a bit, as you could probably see in the video that we posted online. It's uh, not great. Not great steering. But uh, it's still pretty interesting. The driving is not too awful, besides the awful drifting mechanic. But uh, Dave said you could get around it by doing different things, and uh, he had an explanation on his videos we'll talk about later. Um... But once you use the, the uh, sort of the, the mechanics, it's really interesting. But it'll definitely put people off initially for playing it. And but after a while of playing it, you'll really get used to it and really find yourself enjoying the game. At least I did. I still think one of the funniest issues I did find is that they completely uh, got the name of a car wrong. So the car this guy drives is a uh, is a Nissan uh, Skyline GTR 32. Uh, but they labeled it as a Type R, which Type R is the Honda variant. That's the codename they use, so like the Type R Hondas, the Honda Civics Type R, and an Integra Type R. I'm not a big, uh, not a big Integra guy, to be honest, but I like him. I like it. But, uh, yeah, they sort of, <laughs> I guess maybe they think the R and all those, the things like, oh yeah, Type R. But it's, uh, maybe it's, maybe it's a copyright thing too, I don't know. But I think one of the biggest low points, however, is the soundtrack. So for those of you, for those of you that don't know, uh, Initial D is known for its amazing Eurobeat soundtrack. So you'll be listening to it in this high-energy, high-octane racing that even I drive to it. Like, it's it's really intense. It's it's a ton of fun. The music is amazing. Like, I, even I do it, and I feel like I'm an Initial D. Uh, I don't drive like that, so don't arrest me, Highway DPS. Uh but yeah, uh, and one of the pe one of these people on the Initial D World forums, Mister Three Fifty Seven, agreed and uh, basically added the support for the uh, added the music inside of it, and basically added the Eurobeat and replaced the generic soundtrack of it, and it gives it more of a feel of the of the show itself with that soundtrack, which I think is much needed and definitely improves the game, even though it does have issues with it. Um, and while it's not really a translation or a fix for the game itself, it does increase it. And I really enjoyed it for what it was. 
unfortunately, a lot of people on the forums didn't see it that way because only one other guy replied to the thread, and he basically just said, oh, why'd you bother doing it? No, I played it for like five minutes, and I hated it. Why'd you even do this? But, uh, I mean, you know us, Rashiro guys, we love every little change, every little cool thing that we find. And then, uh, it's kind of funny because many years later, Mr. 357 himself found Saturday's video and sort of gave more insight to the project, saying that he had to work around it a lot. He had to uh, loop the music in a certain way because the music is very looped in itself, but it still brings a good charm to the game. Uh, but because I guess it didn't use the, 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 um, the Q format correctly or whatever. So it's just a bunch of looped audio, and he said he really wished he could have gone further with the project, but what it is, I think it's pretty good. There's a few songs in it off the top of my head. I know uh, I know, Running in the 90s is on there. There's, uh, I don't think Space Boy is on there, and a couple other ones. I can't remember off the top of my head, but uh, but they do add, like, uh, back on the, like, they do add in character intros with the music, so they have Back on the Rocks uh, for um, the, the R32 driver, and they have... Uh, they have uh, dancing for Shing Shingo when he comes up with a Civic for the gum tape deathmatch. But it's really interesting, and I thought it was really cool. Really cool uh, project they undertook. Uh, but yeah, and uh, either way, I definitely recommend checking out the mod. I think it's really fun. I think it's worth the try. I think it, once you fight those controls, I think it's worth a play, especially if you're an initial D fan like me, but at least I think it's cool. Uh, we did not include a download for this because technically it's like copywritten and all that, and I don't really feel good sharing that on the Shiro page. So, and it's not like it's not like even like with Shinmu where it's like it's undumped. It's just like it's just un like it's a retail game, so I don't really feel comfortable sharing it. And it all it really does is add music, and there's a lot of issues in and of itself with that. So, if you just type in Initial D Saturn Eurobeat mod, you could find it. And I know Dave has given it to some people, so if you really want it, just like ask him. Uh, are you an Initial D fan at all, uh, Night of Dragon, or no? I am not into anime at all. Oh, well, that sucks for you. You should watch it. It does. Uh, I watched Dragon Ball back in the day, but I grew up. I haven't. But anyways, uh, yeah, you check, uh, we actually did, uh, there's actually two videos we have on Shiro, actually, technically three. Uh, we have, uh, one Initial D, which is the base game and showcase that Dave did. Another one, his, on the Saturn Dave channel, which shows the Eurobeat mod with a actual competent driver. And then, uh, Saturn Dave uploaded another video, uh, racing the Red Suns, uh, a couple, couple months ago that's on our YouTube channel. So, we have plenty of videos of it. Uh, so definitely check it out, uh, download the mod, let us know what you think. Uh, I actually have a funny, uh, a funny anti antidote about it, is that, um, is that basically I actually, I actually did, initially is like the only anime that made me do something in real life that affected me, like, just because of that show I started driving a manual transmission car, and that's specifically why I drive it, is because initial D, like, it's so much fun, I really enjoy doing it, I drive it pretty much every day, I have a a, a Civic SI, and it's it's a lot of fun. I really enjoy it. I know some fans in the chat that watch our show really enjoy it. I know that uh, Cameron's the same way as that he loves his manual transmission cars. And honestly, I can't really see myself not driving one ever again. And when even doing these playthroughs on here, I chose manual transmission. So as you can see, like my my numbers go up and my uh, tr my gears go up and down because I'm like manually changing it. Manual, get it? So, 
fun. But anyways, it's it's a ton of fun. I really enjoyed playing it that way, and I really love driving now. Like after I watched Initial D, I was never a big fan of driving. I always thought of it as a chore more than something that could be fun to do. But after watching Initial D and getting a better appreciation for cars, I really enjoy driving, and that's why I really I really enjoy cars now and want to really get more into it and own more classical cars if I can. And honestly, if you guys haven't watched Initial D, I highly recommend it, especially if you don't like driving. I think watching it will give you better appreciation for the situ for the cars. And I think you'll really enjoy the series as a whole because I think it's a lot of fun. There is really weird, dumb melodrama in it, but I mean, it's it's worth it for the racing. The music and the racing is worth it, and all the cars. So highly recommend watching and even playing this game. Yeah, uh, David also agrees with me that he doesn't know why, but he really enjoys the game. Once he gets once he gets a hold of the brake tapping, you'll enjoy the game. So I'm kind of kind of happy about that, and how happy people are actually enjoying it. But yeah, I like I said, check out our video on uh, on YouTube about it if you want to watch more info. Uh, we did get copyright struck on it, so we're not getting any revenue. So you can ad block it if you want. But I mean. I mean, it was going to happen eventually, showing off this mod, because it, it specifically replaces the music, and it's copywritten, so... Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, if you want to actually watch Initial D, it's all on Funimation, uh, dubbed and subbed. I would recommend it subbed, in my opinion, but they have... I think they have everything up to the final stage on there. I, I could be wrong, they might have added it. I don't have Funimation anymore. I watch it uh, on a bunch of DVDs I have. But yeah, hopefully you guys enjoyed that, and hopefully you guys will check out the game. Alrighty, so now that is over, now that the news is over, that's about it. I'm going to close the browser up if I can find the browser. There we go. Browser gone. Uh, we're going to do a new segment, uh, because I was so enthralled with anime games. Why don't we talk anime games? Why don't we talk about not only that, but... Not only anime games, but games that are that have anime after it, or based off of it. That work. I totally didn't do that, so that way I can talk about games that don't have animes or are very loose. But I don't care. Uh, anyways, uh, I guess to, to define it for the segment, uh, like I said, anything that has an anime that's based off of it, or anything that inspired it to have an anime so there's definitely a lot of tales we can go with but uh the first one i'll go with is one you're gonna be like oh this won't count but i'll, I'll count it to be bam sympathy of the night on the saturn and you'll be thinking patrick this doesn't have an anime this, it's not an anime nope you're wrong you're wrong that is incorrect you are incorrect uh uh was it uh, based off the Castlevania series? They have three of the characters in there: Trevor's Trevor, Sophia, and a evil um, an evil Alucard is indeed in this game. So ties directly to the Netflix series, and they confirmed that Richter will be the star of the next uh, spinoff of the Castlevania series. So uh, bada bing, bada boom, there you go. You got anime series right there, and this is a fun one for sure. I don't know about. This version? Oh, yeah, Street Fighter. That'll count, too. I don't know about this version specifically, because this game's kind of eh. But 
Actually, that actually ties in because we got the person working on the fan translation in the chat. Knight of Dragon, thank you, based god. Would you like to talk about your experience doing the translation stuff and why we should play your version? Senpai. You should not play my version anymore. You should play uh, Paul's version if you've already played my version. That's the newest and greatest thing. But don't you have a... But yours has translation though, right? Yeah, but... So if you're new to the game and you haven't played the PlayStation 1, go ahead and play mine. If you know all the items and stuff, go play Paul's. It looks prettier. But, I mean, the game is just a complete and utter nightmare. But, I mean, they're built by, uh, or developed by people who are, uh, pretty much noobs on the Konami side. Yeah, sadly it didn't fare well on the programming side, but both these guys, Paul, Paul Met and... Uh, Night of Dragon has made the game playable and very good. So, if you want to play this out, get your original copy out because I know you have original copies. When you burn them, you don't download them from stuff like archive.org, searching Sega Sen complete set, and rip, put the images that way. You use your own disc image and you play it that way. So, get your disc out of your case, go put it into your PC or whatever device you have to rip it. Uh, and patch both of those patches because both of them are fantastic in their own way. And it's completely legal because you're using a, a, a set, like, I mean, a actual copy and not going to archive.com and searching Sega Saturn Complete Set and downloading Simply the Night or Dracula X and then burning it, putting the patch on that way. That's totally not what you guys are doing. You guys are legit. Respect. You guys are respectful people. I respect that. All right, so the next one. Let me go get the next one. Uh, bam. Fatal Fury. Specifically, this is three, but just, uh, yeah, or play on the Polyomega. Uh, this is specifically Fatal Fury 3, but it counts because Fatal Fury does indeed have an anime based off, it, off of it. Uh, it's okay. It's more following the whole Geese Howard stuff, but, yeah, it's very, it's very interesting. A, a ton, a really fun game. Uh, if you don't know the story about it, is, uh, Terry, uh, Terry loses his debt. Terry and, uh, and Andy uh, Bogard uh, have an adopted dad, and sadly, Geese Howard goes and kills him for reasons. I don't. I never know. I don't know if they ever established why they killed him, but essentially, and he takes vengeance on Geese Howard and tries to throw kill him with his their best friend uh, Joe Higashi. Not to be confused with Joe Hisashi, the musician behind Studio Ghibli and other brilliant musical works. But yeah. It is uh, amazing. It's an amazing game. I love Fatal Fury. It's one of my favorite series, uh, along with King of Fighters and any SNK. But yeah, if you're an SK fan in general, you need to play all the King of Fighters, all the Fatal Furies. I don't think they have a King of Fighters on the Saturn, do they? No, I'm thinking about it. Yes, they do. The Japanese side. Art of Fighting? Oh, you said King of Fighters. I'm oh, sorry. sorry. I meant Art of Fighting, yeah. I don't think Art of Fighting is on the Saturn, sadly. But they do have... Uh, a bunch of Fatal Fury games, so if you're a Fury head, get fatally buying these games. Got them. But yeah, it's fairly cheap. Uh, I think it's probably not going to run you more than 5 bucks, maybe 15, 20 tops, but I bought this like years ago for like, I don't know, like there's in a giant bundle for like 5, maybe less than 3 bucks. But yeah, if you want good games, I don't think this one was the best one, I think. Uh, I think maybe, um, 
Uh, the fatal, uh, real bat fatal fury is better than this one, but it's it's worth a play if you like fatal fury. But if you don't, don't play it. I don't blame you. Some of the games in that series requires the uh, one megabyte cart. That's fair. All right, so the next yeah. game. Oh, sorry, what were you saying? I was gonna say avoid the uh, cheap Chinese carts if you could. Yeah, don't get those unless you don't want a Saturn. All right, so for the next one, we we no for the next game we don't we know for the next set of games we not only have one not two but three but four separate games based off of this anime on the Saturn. Oh, probably people saw the reflection when I lifted it up. Can you guys guess what it is? What game series I might be talking about? Let's do some guesses in the chat. What do you guys think? The four games, I think there's five of them actually, that came on the Saturn that's based off of a famous anime is. Super Robot F or whatever that is. Wait, what? I forget what it is. Super Robot F. It's probably Gundam though. I oh, know, it's not Robot like... F. It's not, it's not, it, oh yeah, Gundam as well. Oh sh crap. I forgot to grab those copies off the shelf and you get that. Uh uh, ding ding ding. Uh. Uh. Ginky Droid, sorry. Ginky Droid got it right. The Evangelion games, they got four of them. You got Evangelion Digital Card Library, which I don't think it's a game. I think it might just be a library of cards you look at. Uh, I actually don't even think it's a game. Does this count? I don't think it does. If it does, okay. If it doesn't, sorry. I uh, got that one. Bam. Evangelion, uh, Evangelion uh... I'm thinking this order. Uh, it's, this one's just called Neon Genesis Evangelion. Evangelion. So, got. It's like a cool cutscene sort of thing. I played it. I don't understand what it, it says, but it's kind of cool. It's a good game. Uh, not a good game. I can't play it. Uh, Evangelion section, Second Impress. Uh, I believe this is more or less the same as the last game. Sort of like those cutscenes fighting robots. And then. Uh, Evangelion, uh, what's this called? Uh, Evangelion Iron Maidens? I think this is like a dating sim. Anybody know any info on that? Let me know, but... Yeah, for those of you that don't know, Evangelion is a anime series from the 90s. Uh, basically it stars this little kid right here, uh, Shinji Ikari, who basically, uh, is required to save Earth by fighting this robot that his dad been began to. And it's really interesting. It it, uh, it follows a really interesting storyline, uh, basically, and has a lot of uh, metaphorical thinking and a lot of uh, deep thinking and a lot of thoughts. There's actually a theory that I like that apparently Evangelion is just a retelling of The Wall by uh, Pink Floyd. And it's kind of funny because I made that analogy so many times where it actually does feel like The Wall where, you know, characters that built up, built up over time, you know, sort of starts isolating himself slowly realizes that, you know, he can't live like this and he needs to leave the wall, per se. And uh, breaks free of it and in the end, uh, you know, finds himself and finds his own happiness. And I think that's a really funny analogy of it. So, yeah, it's a... This game is, like I said, this game is pretty uh, difficult because I don't understand it. I love a fan translation. Uh, Derek, A-Team, get on that. That's my command to you. Uh, but yeah, it's a really good series. Um, they recently just released the movie Evangelion 4.0. Uh, I forgot the, it's like it's like once thrice upon a time. Uh, there's a if you guys want to watch it, would recommend watching uh, 
episodes 1 through 26 of the original series first because technically the uh, rebuilds are sequels to it. It's kind of weird because it is a retelling, but technically they are sequels to it based on the way that the TV show and End of Evangelion uh, end ended. Uh, someone in the chat said, The Wall's about heroin. Uh, that's a scary thought for Evangelion. So Evangelion's analogy for heroin. Uh, gonna have to uh, get some fact checkers on that one. But yeah, uh, like I said, the order to watch it, uh, episodes 1 through 26, End of Evangelion, uh, and then the Rebuild movies, and that's how you watch the series. A lot of people are like, oh, watch the Rebuilds first, or watch these episodes 1 through 24, and then watch the movie, then 25. And uh, don't do that. Just watch it as it was released. It's not complicated. There's 26 episodes and, like, five movies. It's not that hard, guys. Not that hard to watch. You'd probably blow through it in, like, a week or two if you really, really want to. Uh, gonna ignore that. That uh, that uh, gonna ignore that uh, last message in the chat completely. Uh, but uh, the next game on the list uh, after we talked about Evangelion and how holy it is, gonna be Bam Game Tengoku or the Game Paradise. So uh, for those that don't know, this game technically got an anime per se. Based off of uh, the OVA that was included with the, uh, v the with the game, if you get the VHS, if you get the collection edition comes with the OVA. That's a short anime of it, and it's really cute. Um, the anime basically you are you see the the girl in the back here. What's her name? The the one with the green hair. I think it's there. We go. You're right there, right there. Uh, is running an arcade, and that evil scientist dude breaks in and puts her in these arcade games. And she teams up with all these people from uh, from uh, Jellico uh, Games, and they all team up, and they fight to stop him. And it's a pretty insane game. I know I talked about it several times on the show. Quite a lot. Uh, probably because I like it a lot, but uh, yeah, there's a lot of... I mean, we did a podcast on it a couple episodes ago, I believe, on some weird Japanese games with, uh, with Jason Steele, or Film Cow. And it's a really interesting game. I really enjoy the game a lot, Game Paradise. It is a blast to play. Uh, it has a lot of cool options, a lot of silliness to it. Uh, the OVA is pretty short. It's only about 26 minutes. You can watch it fairly quickly, I believe. Like, you blow through it in, like, maybe less... It's pretty much an anime episode. It's just one episode. Uh, it's pretty nice. Highly recommend watching that and playing the game because I think the game's a lot of fun and the anime is kind of cute. It's not the best anime I've watched, but, you know, what are you going to do? Is this the one where he plays, like, a teddy bear, whatnot, a all different creature besides the girl? Yeah. Do, do all fun. of them make the uh, appearance in the game? I believe so, yeah. Anime? I mean, the anime. Yeah, they do. But, yeah, it's a, it's a fun game. Highly recommend it. I think they added more characters. It also came out on the PS4 as well and Switch. So if you guys want to play it there, you can play it through that. Honestly, I think it's probably easy, it's probably better to play it on the PS4 and the Switch because it's uh, in English and it's a lot easier to get and not as expensive compared to the Saturn version of it. It is cool. It is cool indeed. All right, so we're get, we're getting pretty close to uh, to getting to the end of the game list, but we have a couple more. 
And a couple more that we honorable mentions that we'll mention that I don't have physically, so. Slam ahead into the mic. Ooh, I saw that in the replay. Oh, I just ate crap hard on that. But the next game is da na na bam. You think I want to talk about it? I am talking about it because I like the game. We're gonna be playing it later, so don't worry. Gonna get all your fix of it. Soccer Wars for the Saturn. Uh, this game did indeed get not only one anime, not two anime, but three anime. It got three separate animes, or OVAs, however you like to pronounce it, and several, several movies. One, bam, came out on the PSP. Like, yeah, you see that? That is insane. So many, so many stuff. Like, can you believe this? It's on Sony. Uh, I guess it was released on PSP anyways. But... Or the game is just the PSP anyways later on. But yeah, uh, you play as uh, that guy. I forgot his name. I said his name 25 times in the video. Uh, sorry, I forgot his name. Uh, but yeah, the, the, the one guy there is probably hard to see. But you basically are transferred to this unit. of uh, It's called the Combat Review. And you think it's a theater, but it's really a secret military organization to take down demons in your Kobu, which is these suits of armor. Uh, it's a really fun game. Uh, they they trans all the. It's kind of funny though, cause I mentioned in that video that the games did get a English dub. Oh, sorry, the movies, uh, the TV shows, and the movies all got dubs. Like all the Soccer Wars anime stuff is dubbed and subbed in English, but for some unknown reason they did not do the game. So. Like it's it it's perplexes me. Like the, the, we're we're this close to greatness. We were this close to greatness, guys, and we threw that away. We threw it away. I I just wanted these games, but luckily the fans ha took the power back. Quoting my favorite band, System of a Down. No, I'm just joking. Let's rage this machine. But I thought it was a funny joke, anyways. And they translate it themselves. So if you want to play Soccer Wars, you can. It is on the Saturn translated, and people want more games translated, and they are. Burton's did the Burton's with A Team did the Sock Wars columns on Dreamcast. Uh, Burton's did the uh, Game Boy version of it on the Game Boy, uh, of course, of course. But yeah, if you guys want to play this, it's on Saturn right now. Buy a legit copy for like two dollars. Like these things are cheap. You can get the collector's editions for less than twenty dollars. Like Sock Wars games collector's editions are cheap. You can buy them with money. That's so cheap. That's so tiny, tiny, tiny amount of expense to play the games. Like I got huge collector's editions for less than forty bucks. Like I I got one that came with a clock and a VMU for less than forty bucks. I I have like I mean maybe if you don't want to get the the, the Dreamcast console, but that's clucked. But anyways, uh, if you want sock words, you can get them fairly cheap. You can get this. This is a dime a dozen. I guarantee you, 100%, if you go and find Sakura Wars, Sakura Tyson on Yahoo Auction Japan, and you put a bid of $1 on it, I guarantee you, more more often than not, you will win that item for a dollar. That is not a joke. That is how cheap these things are. It's cheap games. Cheap games for everyone. Buy it. Like, usually I say, oh, well, you know, uh, you can just download it. But no, mm -mm -mm, don't do that. Buy a copy of it. It's so cheap. Five bucks. It's like five bucks is worth it for the amazing gameplay you're going to get out of this from the fan's translation. Buy it, patch it, play it, and have fun. I know I sound really passionate about this because I am. And 
I am. Yeah, that's that's what I was gonna say. Go patch it and play it. It's not a thousand dollars, five bucks. You, you literally just skip a sandwich in one day. Go buy it five dollars. Like you can't go wrong. You can't. You just can't. I, I own like twenty copies of that game. That's how cheap it is. Exactly. He will literally sell you one for a dollar. Uh, I'm not gonna put words in his mouth. He will sell you it for a decent price. Uh, uh, would you do that? Yeah, once I get to it. Once he gets to it, sell it to you for a really decent price. He's not going to charge you out the butt. So, like I said, if you want it, you can pick it up. It's like less... I guarantee you, Lockshot Japan, you'll buy it. You'll get it for less than a dollar. That's not... That's a Patrick promise. You can get auctions for, for less than a dollar. That is not a joke. That is a Patrick promise. Uh, unless the video is outdated and you're watching this in the future and it's like $20. So, uh... That's just a little uh, disclaimer, so don't yell at me if I'm wrong in the future. Alrighty, after losing my voice... I take a little sippy sip. And we're gonna move on to... Actually, I'm just gonna I have to go get it, because it's on the shelf, because I'm stupid. Give me a second. Oh yeah, there we go. Alright, so, like I was saying before, I looked at these games, I looked at them with my face, and I was like, nah, these won't fit into the genre. Like, literally, when I show you what games are, you're gonna be like, Patrick, you are the dumbest person I've ever seen in my life. And I would agree. And that is the second to last game on the list is, is BAM! Mobile Suit Gundam Side Story 1 and 2. Yes, I did forget them when I was grabbing these and didn't think to grab them, put them on the shelf. Yes, I am completely and utterly stupid. Yes, please. Tell me I'm dumb in the chat because I am stupid. But essentially, if you don't know what the Gundam series is, uh, the, a boy named Amuro has a boyfriend named Char, and they battle in space and fight each other to the death. That is basically the breakdown of the Gundam main universe. But for those that don't understand that, essentially there's this kid named Amuro. His dad was like a mechanic or like this famous general guy. And uh, there was a war that broke out on this planet. And this planet was going to be destroyed. But he luckily found a Gundam, a Mulsu Gundam, lying around and piloted and kicked the hell out of Char's men. I don't remember what the name of it is. I'm not the biggest... Gundam guy, sorry guys, I watched G Gundam, but, but I'm watch, going through right now, if Joe was here from my other podcast, he'd be able to help me out, uh, you play that, and you know, he had space adventures to sell a bunch of toys to, to Japanese children all over the world, and it eventually, eventually branched off into several series after it got cancelled, a bunch of movies, so many series, so many Gundam series, out the yin yang, they have several Gundam games, it is insane how much Gundam property there is. If you like Gundam, I would recommend playing these. I think you could do the twin sticks with them. I believe. Don't quote me on that. I might have misspoke. I no, usually right. do. The, I think two and three have it. Just the first one doesn't. Okay, yeah. Like so, so, yeah, throw this one out. That one goes in the trash. This one and the second one do have it. Also, why am I missing two? I don't know. I wish I had two. If you have two and you want to send it to me, 
I'll give you the money for it. Just let me know. I want to complete that collection someday. But essentially, it's a pretty good series. The game's pretty fun. It's like a first-person shooter sort of thing, kind of like a Mech Warrior. if you guys ever played that game series. Um, but it's a ton of fun. Would highly recommend playing it. It's like Gun Griffin as well. There's another... I might have a couple extras of two as well. Hit me up. Hit me up when you're yeah. ready. But yeah, uh, if you guys really want to play that, I recommend it. It's a fun series. I don't know who developed it. It says Bandai on there, but I don't know if that's if they developed it. I could be wrong. I, I could look it up, but I'm... Oh, wow. I'm, I'm actually missing the disc. Oh, never mind. I'm stupid. It, it flew out when I took the game case. I was like, I'm missing the disc for three, but I just realized it probably flew out when I pulled it off the shelf. So yeah, uh, yeah, buy does a, yeah, buy does have a lot of fees, but I mean, essentially it's, I mean, you're going to wait for it all. You're probably not going to pay for it all to get it shipped, but like, I mean, if you're going to bundle it with shipping, it's not, I'd rather do that. You'd probably do that, get a dollar, save some money on it. But yeah, like if you get like a bunch of Saturn games, you could like bundle it up for like 50 bucks, get it shipped off. And that's pretty, pretty stellar. Uh, but anyways, yeah, that is the. Gundam side story games. I recommend playing those if you haven't. If you don't like Gundam. <laughs> Anyways, moving on to our last game that I actually own to show people is... You could probably take a guess. Like, guys, if you know me, you I guarantee you'll be able to guess what the next game is. I haven't talked about it yet. You, you all know what's going to be, so I'm not even going to... Bam. Magionite Ray Earth. You guys knew this is what I was going to talk about next this game is amazing. This is like Legend of Zelda RPG elements, and it's a really fun game. I really enjoyed it. Uh, for those that don't know, this is uh, a series a series that's by Clamp. No, is there Clamp to it? I don't think they do Ray Earth, do they? No, yeah, no. Clamp does Ray Earth. I was getting it mixed up with uh, with um, uh, Revolution Girl Utena. Sorry about that. But uh, this game is really fun. You play three girls, uh, Boo, Umi, and other girl. And essentially, you are three girls that are on a high school trip to Tokyo Tower. And you get sucked up into another world. It is technically the first e one of the first isekai. And if there's an isekai, that means, you know, uh, a genre of shows that, you know, the people get sucked up into another world and have to escape and thrive in. So like uh, some others is like Sora Online or that nature, but essentially it's like a it's like a Sailor Moon Isekai and they have to get magic powers and fight the evils of the world and it's a pretty fun game. The anime, uh, the anime has been released in the United States. It's based off the anime actually, so I guess technically it's based off an anime game. Uh, this game though is very 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 expensive. Like last time I checked, it was like. $900 I paid like 800 for it yeah I'm not proud of how much I paid for this game but I mean I really wanted this game always wanted it I don't buy Saturn games that often I really only buy those that I know I'm gonna play or I love because the Saturn games are just so expensive I can't like willy-nilly pick games up anymore like if I buy a Saturn game I love it and I want to play it Hikaru thank you I'm sorry Hikaru I'm sorry I let you down but the girls are better. But anyways, it's a great game. Uh, it was uh, originally translated by Working Design, so 
the dub of this game and the dub of the show are two completely different dubs. So the voice actors do not carry over whatsoever. Uh, it's a different theme song, translation, and vocals from the TV show. So if you're watching, if you're playing the game, watch the show, and vice versa. Don't expect any crossover with that. That's not that's not happening. That's well, the game came first, right? I th I think they're about the same time or like slightly before. But yeah, it technically technically the games did come come before it, but it was like at the same time. But yeah, uh, I would I would like I said I wish I could highly recommend you play, you go out and buy Match Eight Rareth, but that'd be stupid of me to do, because that'd be very that'd be very egregious for me to say on camera. So I would say if you could find a way to play it in some form, I would definitely play it because it's a fun game. You could you could buy the Japanese version dirt cheap on auction or buy, whatever. Yeah, do that. That's also pretty good. Uh, you're not you don't lose a lot of story, but I mean, if you watch the anime, it's pretty much the same thing. But yeah, uh, if, there's also a fan translation, uh, not fan translation. There's a fan patch of it that essentially re-adds the Japanese vocals to it and makes it like a subversion. But unfortunately, there's no. Sorry, my dog is barking. There's no, like, easy way to do that. I have no idea who's at my door right now. Someone's at my door. But anyways, uh, sorry, what was I saying? Yeah, there's a, it's not that great of a patch, not transfer people in the bus. It's amazing they did it, but it has some issues with it. But hopefully one day they'll be able to get that sorted. There's also a subbed version that actually was, that was uh, recently dumped. That's a prototype build of Magic Rare that's on... The archives, if you want to try that out. It's pretty fun. We did an article on it a while ago. So I would highly recommend checking that out. Oh, wow. We're right on time. But uh, before we go, uh, I just want to run through a list of... Uh, I want to run through a list of games that uh, that actually... That I don't have that get honorable mentions that I completely either forgot about or didn't include. Not out of malice, but out of... Me not having time to do it because I got things I got to do. Uh, so give me a second. So I'm going to open the web page back up. There we go. Uh, like I said, uh, Buttsrow Hunter R, Neon Genesis Evangelion. Oh, Slayers. Slayers Royale 1 and 2 is on the Saturn. Slayers amazing. Go watch Slayers immediately if you haven't. Uh, Dragon Ball uh, in Dainaru. I think that's how you say that. Uh, the game sucks. Sorry, game is garbage, but it's it's a game. Uh, technically, Battle Royale Toshin had an anime series. Uh, don't know King Ken Bunny series, but I guess it is. Sailor Moon, of course. I mean, it's Sailor Moon. It's amazing. Another Slayers game. Uh, Tenshi Muyo puzzle, a puzzle game. That's kind of interesting. I like Tenshi Muyo. It's a good game. Uh, don't know why Knights is here. That's not an anime game. I don't count, at least. Uh, and then, of course, Time Bukan. Time Bukan Bukatsu to... Bukan to Upatsu. Uh, fantastic shoot 'em up. One of my favorites. Oh, yeah. Virtua Fighter had an OVA as well, too. So sorry about that. Uh, so, yeah. Sorry about that. Forgot about that. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Those are some other honorable mentions for the games. Uh, Stave talking in the chat. I kind of lost. I'm going to zoom in and see if I can see what he says. 
So I haven't seen Dave say anything in a while. Oh, it's a, it's, someone said it was Dave. I don't know. All right, but uh, but yeah. Um, oh, oh, I'm I'm stupid. Uh, sorry. Uh, but yeah. Uh, yep. That's about it for uh for the the show. Why did I mute this yet again? I am a sack of dumb potatoes. I'm sorry. I have the big dumb today. But yeah, let me go pull up my Patreons real quick, and we'll give them a shouts out. Shoots out. Got that top tier going on. Top tier thank yous. Alright, so before we go, I want to thank our patrons. Emerald Nova, Johannes Fetz, Derek... Sorry, Derek A-Team, uh, Momphis, uh, Tanuki Trev, and Young Money Swee. Thank you for backing us Patreon. If you guys want to get shout out on the show, you could uh, you'd, uh, back us on Patreon at the uh, the $10 up level. We'll get you shout out for the All Actress Patreon. Uh, if you go about to 20 you can actually be on the show every pod- a quarter of the podcast. And you can also... Um, you can also get discounts on our shirts and our merch to get it pretty much for at cost what we pay for. Because you're already helping us already, so it's pointless to, you know, charge you more for that. Yeah, if you don't want if you want to support us but don't want to uh but uh but can't back us on Patreon, you can also check out our merch store. Speaking of the merch store, let me go pull that up real quick. Our threadless merch store, of course. We have amazing t shirt designs. Uh, Santa PCB chokehold, all these all cool shirt designs. These could be yours. I think we're gonna work on getting posters for that. If you guys want that too, that'd be kind of sweet. Uh, Dave's working on a new shirt design. Um, it's it's on the Discord. I can't really pull it up right now because it's a whole process. But essentially, we're gonna be able to get those shirts out fairly soon. He's almost done with it. So once we do, we'll let you guys know and we'll start selling those and. You guys will look anime cool, gonna look kawaii, desu, oni-chan, whatever, whatever. Uh, and if you if you can't back us financially, definitely share us out on YouTube, like, subscribe, comment on our videos, ring the bell, and let us know, and we'll let you know when we're live every time, hopefully. Um, and yeah, just let us know, let's, so share us out on social media as well, play Sega Saturn, share us out on social media as well, play Sega Saturn. Let us know how we do. Give us comments. You know, hate comments, love comments. Whatever comments you're feeling, uh, just feel it and love it. Yeah. But yeah, that's about it. So I'm going to move on to the gameplay section. But uh, just want to remember, just want to remind you guys that you must play Sega Saturn. Pew, pew, pew.